Hello, friends. So, welcome to the podcast. Um, I want to talk about virtue and how, you know, virtue meaning, it's a very beautiful word, but, but basically meaning, you know, goodness um, and how it can depend on the context. Some things are better than others. That's true. Uh, gold is more useful than tin, I guess, or, um, you know, gold is more useful than arsenic. You know, arsenic can kill some people. Gold can be used as money. It can be used for electronics. It can be used for jewelry. It doesn't tarnish all that. Or food's more useful than, you know, a Nintendo, which would you rather have if you could only have one? Um, so in the same way, the actions of humans, you know, obviously like some things are better than others. You rescue someone from a building, from a fire that's, you know, uh, more morally, morally virtuous than putting someone, setting a building on fire, you know, there's differences. But um, I think something that kind of gets, it seems like, especially these days, I, it seems like maybe that could be a bit clearer. People maybe at least some people don't seem to kind of keep this in mind, but so I'm just going to mention it. Um, is that like, yeah, contextual virtue. So, you know, say, uh, and in a, I'll give you the punchline up front. Basically, I would say someone who is a pretty, you know, bad person and, you know, they do, they, you know, let's say there's some oligarch somewhere who's, Kind of manipulating society, you know, having, you know, suppressing information, um, starting, you know, kind of conflicts, you know, among people, uh, and, you know, just kind of draining resources, exploiting people, lying. Um, that person could be more morally, in one sense, more morally virtuous than someone who is, you know, a vegetarian and, you know, um, kind of maybe uh i don't know let's say volunteers to help people and um say uh doesn't swear and you know always tries to be friendly and um is a good friend you know it's reliable well how could that be possible well where did they start from if the the person who's some, you know, madman oligarch, if, if, uh, let's say, um, for simplicity, let's say these both men. All right. So he is, uh, if he, if his parents were much worse and all of his friends are much worse and all of his social circle in everyone in his world that he's been introduced to and which gives him a sense of belonging and people who understand his past and, you know, his private dreams, etc you know, his, where he comes from, if they're much worse then by him being like, you know, oh yeah, well, you know, I, yeah, I kind of manipulate the world and stuff, but like, you know, I have limits where I, I try to do it in a way which doesn't really hurt people that much, you know, like um, I try to allow, you know, people, I don't, you know, kill people, uh, you know, I don't, um, uh, you know, um, I don't, I'm not involved in like, you know, slave, the slave trade or anything. All everyone I know is involved in the slave trade. Let's say you've got someone like that. Why are they, why are they not just doing the human thing of fitting into their 
circle, you know, their environment, something inside them is pushing towards the good or pulling them. And so that's the power of their conscience. Their consciousness is their awareness of what is true and what's right. And no one's perfect, but um, if they can be, you know, not only, you know, one of the worst of their, you know, kind of social group or, you know, they've been born and raised in that. That's all they know, you know, this dark kind of ways of manipulating people and perceiving other people outside of their circles or their class as, you know, in some way, implicitly subhuman and, you know, not really the same as them and they're otherized and they're allowed to be um, exploited. Um, if they're able to resist that to some significant extent, that's very impressive. And that shows, okay, you're actually, that's morally virtuous. You're moving in the right direction. If you keep doing that, you'll end up in the right place. You know, compare that to say the person who's volunteering and be vegetarian and, you know, um, tries is a good friend you know and yada 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 um if they were let's say they were raised by parents who are exactly like that you know they were vegetarian they were you know because they want to help the world they want to do this all those things you know um if they're just just as good they haven't made any improvement then that kind of shows like zero movement so in terms of their soul pushing for self-improvement and there's always improvements possible if they haven't found room to improve then that kind of shows in this certain metric we're looking at they're less morally virtuous than the oligarch who's still doing all these terrible things but is moving in the right direction because that requires struggle against you know elements of yourself which aren't fully under your control and so it seems the oligarchs trying this other person's just resting on their laurels and did they choose their family? You know, did they choose the, the you know, the social norms they were born into? No, you know, unless you think, you know, let, let, let's not, not go there. To keep it simple, let's say no. You know, most people would say, no, they're just born like by chance there. Um, so, uh, or else, you know, it happened as momentum of, you know, certain things. But let's say it's just, they didn't choose that. It's just, okay, there you are. Um, then, you know, they they haven't caused, you know, they haven't earned, you know, a moral uh, admiration there, right? They just have done nothing, basically. So, you know, so you can see in that extreme example, someone who's doing much worse things, if they show that compared to their culture, they're, um, they're you know, where are you in context, in the context of your culture? Now, another example would be, say, people like, oh, the founders of, you know, uh, the four, founding fathers of the USA who have been getting, you know, a hard time from some quarters these days who are like, oh, you know, the, you know, they're slave owners and they're all, you know, evil and bad. And, you know, blacks didn't have the right, you know, to, um, they weren't, you know, it's like um, all men are born equal. Oh, yeah, but, you know, they, they had slaves. Well, yeah, true. It's, you know. It's um, <clears throat> but a few things like all but I think only one of the colonies, all but one of them, was it two? I think it was all but one of them um, had agreed like that. Yeah, they would abolish slavery, um, but one of them didn't want to and they couldn't persuade them. Um, and they had agreed like, look, we're all, all or nothing because, you know, there were like it was very likely they were going to get obliterated by the British and all of them would be executed and you know, their chance for freedom and a, a society of dignity and 
rule of law, et cetera, would be um, wasted. And so, you know, they made the decision that, okay, well, we can't, this person, this colony is not going to budge. So the other 12, I think it was, were like, okay. And so they, they made that sacrifice, even though it was against what they wanted. Um, so, you know, um, but apart, never mind that, even if they were all for, you know, for slavery, um, that was normal at that time in history and all around the world, it was normal. And actually in the English speaking world, it was the first part of the world, I think, well, at least in current times where slavery was abolished. Right. And, um, and then, you know, the British Navy went around trying to you know, prevent the slave trade. Um, uh, but so, but it was normal back then, right? Like everyone was doing this. It was like, you know, you, you go and conquer another country, you kill all the men, you rape all the women, you sell everyone into slavery, you steal all the stuff, um, you know, and that's that everyone does that. That's normal, you know? So in the context of the time, someone who doesn't do that is like, whoa, amazing, very morally virtuous. And we should recognize that. But also someone could be a very good person, but that's just one of the blind spots they don't notice. Like maybe someone never noticed that slavery was wrong because that was just what does a fish know of the water in which it swims? That was just normal for them. Um, and so they could be, they could over the course of their lifetime, they could make great strides in terms of their um, their understanding, becoming a much more understanding, intelligent, knowledgeable person. So that takes work and that's very useful to everyone. And so, you know, so if it's in service to truth and love, that is, but, but let's say they were, they did that and they paired it with, yeah, they were becoming a better person. They were becoming more um, empathetic, more conscientious, um, more, you know, mirthful and humorous, um, more, you know, braver, um, kinder, Maybe they treated their slaves very well, much better than the other people um, around them. So they're showing all this this movement towards moral improvement um, just because the, they were born into a context where their starting point is much behind our starting point. That doesn't make you or me better than them. In fact, I think, you know, in the future, it's going to be the same thing. Thank God, you know, if things are going well, then um, standards get raised and raised through throughout history. And so a time may come a hundred years from now where people are like, you know, oh, look at um, the way they, uh, these, you know, back in the day, these humans uh, were just uh, putting, you know, chemicals all over the place. They were washing their, you know, they're afraid of some virus, right? And so they're washing their hands religiously and, you know, they're spraying surfaces and they're spraying down whole gardens and, and just in general, you know, pesticides, you know, on the farms and, you know, normal people could be very good people. Most people I know do this is um, in their kitchens. They've got, you know, they're not really aware, too aware of maybe, oh, you know, or too concerned about using more ecologically friendly chemicals that have been tested for like, um, you know, washing dishes or to, for your laundry or for your shower, washing your body, never mind your own health, but just effect it has on the ecosystem and the water and then the fish that are in the water and you know um or you know the 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 insects around and the birds that are eating the insects um and you know etc and so on and so on so you know there's all these there's good evidence that a lot of these chemicals are bad for 
nature for the ecosystems but um they're just there's just this huge pipeline of funneling by the time we real they, they get approved without much study because the regulatory agencies are captured by the industry they're like you know basically uh, conflict of interest they're making money off it the people involved in the regulation uh, the regulatory industry either worked for or will work for or are friends with or are getting you know deals with um the industry that's very common uh, in many industries these days and so um i would say most industries um and so they uh can you know these chemicals are approved um even though you know and then you know by the time we figure out oh these are really bad for things you know they get pulled but they've done a lot of damage and by that point there's more chemicals coming on and we can't keep up um and often they don't get pulled like you know there's certain ones uh, neo neonics neo neonicotinoids neo neonicotinoids um which are these are kind of nic they work on the nicotine receptor or something there are these pesticides which have been banned in europe a long time or like you know a few years ago already um maybe almost 10 years ago or something not sure five ten years ago and um in uh, the usa and i guess other countries definitely usa they're still used but they are collapsing bee populations it's terrible so that's not the point but it, it serves as an example that you know these chemicals are being put out there and you know a hundred years from now people could be looking back like oh my god how could they just be poisoning mother nature like that what bad people they could take it a statue of you know whoever it is let's say you know um tim johnson all right and uh you know who could have been a really good person in 2023 doing all these good things but ah he washed his hands with what you know and what did he wash his clothes with and what was he doing you know and oh his you know he had a some vegetables outside and he was using chemical um fertilizer and uh you know uh chemical nasty chemical bug sprays you know or pesticides and they could go yeah let's tear down his statue you know and so in europe or you know the west there's all these statues you know which you know during the i guess i don't know how recently it's still happening but like within the last few years that was a big thing like oh pulling down you know leopold the second or whatever in, in belgium and pulling down these statues like oh you know we, we know so much better than them and it's like well i think we should have a bit more grace and be aware that we could do amazing work and be like the most virtuous people that have ever existed and still there will come a time when compared to the standards of the more uplifted future we will be just as far back as leopold ii was and they would by that logic be able to tear down our statues and perhaps it would be wiser to see ourselves in all beings and understand none of us are perfect and um you know it's relative to where we come from we need these standards to try to you know encourage us to meet um however it um it's like you know mercy seasons justice that old thing you know from shakespeare edward de vere <clears throat> um that um you know like um the balance there um which is i guess is a religious concept i think from christianity like that there's uh christ is just but also and judgment you know judging judging but also merciful or god is and um so yeah i think uh like if someone was doing terrible things in the past or you know the british you know what they did to my you know native so to speak ireland um 
my uh you know the land of my parents and ancestors going way back or whatever um uh you know and then you know they also did to many places including australia where i was born and raised but uh you know like learning about irish history it's pretty intense you know and seeing um the trauma and the harm that came from the british empire but like i keep in my i guess thank god i've got some you know basic understanding of spirituality and you know um and have the practice of spirituality more importantly so i can understand oh right that was they were that was their context they thought oh there's these rebels causing problems for our glorious beautiful empire and i can you know feel that and i i can um put myself in their shoes and see the beauty of their dreams and you know and um i can see their blind spots sure but um so i can say yeah this was wrong what happened in ireland and i can point these things out in order to so that we but forgive but don't forget you know and be so that we can make the future a bit better but at the same time you have to be aware that people you know are doing the best they can in the situation they're in and even if they're not trying on some level maybe they're trying to try you know or they're trying to try to try and anyway they are where they are and um even if they're trying uh yeah like we say before right it's um apart from this objective standard there is this kind of like I think more important test of like how how much are you trying to move forward um from your where you are you know so and like you know the same thing applies with like you know babies and stuff if you like a little baby you know uh starting to crawl you know you'd be like that's amazing great work and you know the amount of effort it takes objectively like oh, you're not even walking like what why why am i so excited about this when you know i can see someone else go running and be like yeah what you want a, a medal you know you know like pff, you're just running what's the big deal um but or someone could cartwheel i go oh yeah you'll probably practice that you're what 30 you can cartwheel all right cool good for you the crawling's more impressive because it's relative to the context contextual virtue in this case not a moral virtue but more of a I mean everything's moral in some sense but it's more just about you know the virtue of you know say uh, capacity and you know uh, exploration and competence and ability um and so it's it's a good thing that the baby is growing like it's a good thing that the flower blooms um and so and you can take a drawing from a little kid and go oh wow that's really good you're very talented you know you're 3 years old and you're drawing like not just stick men but like you know it's like a uh, prisms you know or um set the word not prisms uh what do you call that shapes you know what's the word i'm looking for um uh yeah i'm not sure actually oh that's a good question what is that word for like enclosed shapes you know um and so they uh hello old friend <laughs> word for enclosed shapes ah mercurial elusive i will find you still um and uh you know you're oh that's for three years old that's you know you're much better than most people are so you know that could be more impressive than you know someone who can draw something really realistic but you know yeah you're 15 and you know that's that's not that crazy for a 15 year old or you know or let's say a 50 year old to make it so that's the basic idea i think we should have 
more empathy and mercy um and just you know just a more awareness around you know the the failings of people like in at the moment there's all you know israel and palestine there's this whole you know baying for war and you know all the terrible things happening on both sides you know um and you know you'd have to look into it much deeper to figure out who's um you know exactly what what each side are doing you know um and is one side you know significantly uh better or worse than the other you know um i haven't looked into it enough to know that but i could see it from both sides and then you know ukraine and, and russia and you know yemen and you know usa and you know saudi arabia and there's all these you know you know china and taiwan and um there's all these different places where there's these conflicts going on and you can see that people some people are just trying to cause problems because they like the pain the energy of it um it's like you know uh what do you call that um sadism and then you have um people who are doing it because you know they want to they're just psychopaths and they want to just you know you manipulate people to get this narrow self-interest money power um status you know scratch the itches that occur to them and they're but they're basically slaves to their impulses you know these people um and so they're in a way i would say i wouldn't want to be born like that and do all these terrible things and you couldn't control yourself maybe you say they can control themselves good point that's a philosophical question i don't know the answer there can you is evil um can evil be a conscious choice i don't know um I think no, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, I think it's like a dream state kind of thing they're locked into, but I'm I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, uh, and then, you know, but most people around the world, you know, I think it's ideological when they do bad things. They, from their point of view, they really believe they're doing good things. And even the psychopath believes that it's good. They just believe that, no, goodness isn't like a universal thing. That's stupid. What goodness really is, is being good to yourself. But I and so they're just trying to do good. They're trying to succeed, play the video game of life well. They're trying to, and but meanwhile, most people would have a broader conception of, oh no, no, good is what is good for my tribe, my people, my nation, or it's it's good for my you know political uh, affiliation, you know, or good for my gender, you know, these tribal instincts. And then more universal, universalist people go, oh no, good is what's good for all beings, you know, and um. But what's happening is that in all these cases, it's good for what is perceived as the self. If you're a universalist kind of, you know, shout out to the Buddha, Siddhartha here. What's up? Um, if you're from that kind of persuasion of mind, then it's just you you see yourself as the whole tree. You're a little branch here. You're a little person, but you're also the whole tree. The tree is the branch. You know, the branch is the tree. You know, the branch does not exist separate to the tree or it's a stick. <laughs> it's dead you know um but uh so there's the tree and the branch and the branch and the tree um and so again it's just you know you're doing good for the self basically you know and so anyway the point is everyone's got their own point of view and their cultural narratives that they've been trained to believe and have learned and everyone's doing their best according to their own definitions and I think there's many opportunities to say, oh, there could be someone in Hamas who is saying, hey, you know, guys, let's not like rape people and, you know, kill civilians. That's not right. We should stick to fighting soldiers. 
that's, you know, like, uh, you know, that's the only right thing. And then they, even though they're part of Hamas, you know, well, they're in, you know, they, they're in Gaza and they, they, they feel like they don't have sovereignty and they're frustrated and feel the Israelis haven't been fair about, you know, genuinely trying to find a, a balanced diplomatic or political solution. Um, <clears throat> and so they might be, you know, you could say uh, more moral than someone who is, you know, um, on a keyboard at home saying like, oh, you know, this is terrible, you know, and talking all this talk about peace, but then actually not really doing anything in their own life to try to bring more peace about or be more courageous or more virtuous. Maybe, you know, just poisoning their body with bad, you know, health choices um, and, you know, kind of being an unfaithful friend, um, flaking out, you know, half the time or, you know, so on and so forth. So, yeah, I think we need mental flexibility in judging, you know, virtue. And it's not just the objective standards which we need, these ideals to live up to, which we negotiate, you know, where is it exactly? But we do need that, these goals. But then, um, so that's like the judgment or um, the judge. Uh, and, and you know, you can fail to meet that. But then we also need, you know, mercy, you know, we need the father and the mother, you know, masculine and feminine um, consciousness, I guess. So that's it. And so I think the beautiful thing about this is both for yourself, you can be like, oh, I've been doing terrible. But right now, I'm just going to do a little bit to be a little bit better. I want to finish off this day as well as I can, you know. And then you can feel like, wow, you know, I was in a pretty bad, you know, just like, you know, a funk like wasn't the right day and it would have been so easy to stay in that momentum um and in fact it was very hard to not just stay in that momentum but instead i got a little you know i got 20 minutes at the end of my day where i actually had a totally different energy and i actually did something good for myself and thus for the universe and it was a bit different you know even if it was a small thing you know that might seem like nothing but that's actually a great achievement and a greater gift to the collective by raising the vibration of the universe or the planet and the species um, than someone who is just, you know, um, you know, happy and, you know, friendly and, you know, helping people, but it's all from momentum and just the way, you know, they've always been living or the way they were taught to live. And so I guess the invitation out of this is both to, for to ourselves and to all beings, past, present, future, here, there, everywhere to forgive and to understand that, you know, no one's perfect. And, um, you know, on some level, it seems like we're all doing the best we can. And on another level, it seems like, well, some people aren't doing, they're not trying and other people are trying a lot more, you know? And I think, uh, yeah, we can celebrate people who seem to be trying more, you know, and that's beautiful. Um, and that opens up a lot of room to to celebrate and appreciate and encourage people to be, yeah, keep doing that, you know. And so I can say, you know, I think there's some terrible things going on in the world with censorship and control and these attempts to kind of install some sort of one world government with like, you know, through WHO pandemic treaty and like um, uh, the WEF and the Davos, you know, billionaires boys club, as RFK would call them. Um, and, you know, the UN being heavily corrupt and 
you know, all kinds of things like this, um, the move towards central banking, digital currencies, CBDCs, and um, the whole COVID thing and the, you know, security state kind of apparatus that's being brought in um, and the whole, you know, using of climate change to that end too, seemingly. All these things seeming, there's all these moves to control the world, right? And, but then what's really useful in terms of staying balanced and, and resisting that and kind of trying to heal that and move it in a better direction to redeem that um, and rescue that is that there's a lot of people involved in that who would believe they're trying to do the right thing. Um, and so if we can have the awareness that, yeah, okay, we need to, you know, counteract this and take action against it and, you know, remain, you know, aware and educated and active. Um, but also that, yeah, there's so many people involved in this whole thing where they're just trying to do good, you know? And so I can celebrate that they're trying to do good, even if I can disagree with them about what good means, you know? Um, and it's, yeah, it's quite a beautiful thing. And I think it's quite unifying. And I think at the end of the day, you know, all these problems stem out of the ego and the human mind dividing itself from the world and dividing the world up into many little pieces through labeling it with language and failing to just have pure consciousness and just be with life, be one with life. But um, that division, that separation, the fragmentation of the ego, the false self from reality, whereas we're all one in truth, um, that uh, you can be very high consciousness and trying to help the world. But there's, it's, you know, if you're perceiving people as like out there and, you know, um, despicable and, you know, there's a cognitive dissonance where they're not, you're not um, integrating that with the, the fact that, you know, they're you living another life and we're all branches on the one tree. Then I think that can kind of be self-perpetuating the dark energy and the conflict. And so um, we can heal a lot of things by being aware of like, yeah, recognizing where people are being virtuous within their context um, and kind of even while we, while we use our words and our actions to combat what we perceive to be unhealthy um, and they perceive, they combat us in the way they perceive us to be unhealthy. If we can approach it from a point of view of unity and, you know, appreciation, then a, that could really confuse some people on the margins and go, wait a minute, what's going on here? And maybe the energy of love could do works and magic. Um, but also for ourselves, we will keep a good energy and a peaceful energy in these challenging times. Um, when I think, Planet Earth really needs a lot more peace and a lot more clear-headedness and clear conscience and a warm-heartedness and groundedness. So that's it. So, yeah, um, I, you know, been a long day. The, the microphone is in a room with a sleeping baby. So I, I'm just talking to the computer. So... And Zoom seems to do, which is how I, you know, record my thingies. Um, there seems to be uh, blocking the uh, microphone when I play guitar. So I'm going to give a little bit of music um, of improvisational um, gangster scat music. Not really, but uh, let's go. I've been feeling the the song of the ages through this um episode thinking about 
just you know through time you know the times ahead the times that have gone past before us and and that you know it's all contextual virtue um and that we're all trying to do our best to evolve and so here's a song for the ancients and for the future ancients Should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should all acquaintance be forgot and days of old lang syne? For old lang syne, my dear, for old lang syne, we'll take a cup of kindness yet for days of old lang syne. Well, there's a hand, my trusty fear, and gaze a hand of thine. Well, many ways we'll reave and woe in days of old lang syne. For old lang syne, my dear, for old lang syne, we'll take a cup of kindness yet for days of old lang syne. Amen. See you next week. <laughs>